0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet $50 at Winbet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with Winbet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You've already played Fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash without over or under game. Head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And we're brought to you by IPVanish. IPVanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check our new Discord server. The perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGP and crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Welcome along, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is... Malcolm Bamford, I am here in the northeast of England, in Newcastle upon Tyne. Uh, you might have seen the news; it's incredibly hot. Uh, houses are spontaneously uh, bursting into flames. It's gone a little bit mad. I'll be honest with you. Uh, but I've been out and played football tonight. so I'm all right. Um, uh, joining a bit of soccer, yes, bit of five-a-side, fat old man soccer. Um, but it was. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was. Um, I was magnificent as well, which is always a nice touch. Uh, Joining us, um, what we're going to do tonight is talk about um, how we feel about the first half of the season, the uh, win totals that we gave out at the start of the season and some player props, if we've got any touting to do or some of our worst picks. Um, And then we'll give some leans and picks for the second half of the season. Uh, Little three-man team tonight uh, and joining us first off from, I assume, just as hot as where I am, uh houston texas is mr moon off manji moon how you doing doing well definitely hotter
1: definitely hotter here uh <laughs> it's uh summertime here in texas we're getting into 100 degree temperatures so uh keep your ass inside
0: fair enough uh <laughs> and also uh wearing his uh pittsburgh pirates at tonight uh mr noah bernick noah what's happening
2: uh I'm feeling pretty good, Malcolm. Not quite the Pittsburgh Pirates hat. It's actually my college hat. uh, Oh, is it? Over there in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so uh, the Triple P, the Point Park Pioneers. But um, anyways, last night was electric. I think I handicapped that thing correctly. I had Julio Rodriguez winning that thing. He hit 83 home runs, but Juan Soto with 51 ended up taking the crown, the necklace, and the trophy.
0: Yeah, we did okay, I think. Um, If we put our a lot of our picks together I think there was enough profit there to be had uh, you gave out uh, a little play on on Rodriguez to win I think myself and Moon have both had Um, Soto was the longest home run a uh, little bit of I had 4 to 1 I think Moon have got the fancy price at 5 to 1 um, yeah so I think we did okay between us and uh, yeah it was lots of fun um, I enjoyed the little bits of highlights that I saw this morning um So, we're going to crack straight on. uh, Lots to get to tonight. So, these divisional win totals, um, I'll try and maybe include uh, Dylan's as well uh, because we recorded a lot of pre-season pods and things like that. Um, I'll start, I'll lead off um, with the, um, all of mine. I'll do them one at a time. So, the AL East, um, as well as the, New York Yankees, big in my pick, uh, but we're not. We're not discussing the picks tonight. It's your, it was your best. We, we, we picked the best total uh, for each for each division. Um, and I mean, I went right down to the bottom here. I, I took Baltimore at plus sixty-two and a half. Um, so I think, um, unless something terrible happens, I'm probably over the line already with that one. Baltimore um, have come into this break at forty-six and forty-six. So yeah, another seventeen wins. I will get Baltimore over the line there for me. Uh the East Moonaf and Noah uh, both had the New York Yankees at ninety-one and a half. It looks like that one's gone for a Burton. Uh, and Dylan Rockford took Boston at um eighty-five and a half, which looks like well, I don't know, photo finish there. Uh, but Moonaf, yeah, the New York Yankees. Um, I think they've surprised quite a lot of people. Um, there was quite a lot of naysaying about them. Johnny was down on them. Quite a lot of people uh, were down on them. But they have uh, they look like they're going to smash that 91.5 um, out of the park.
1: Yeah, Yankees look good. I mean, best record in MLB here at the All-Star break. Um, you know, they've done it both hitting and pitching. Um, and they've been relatively healthy. I know they've been uh, bit by the injury bug the past couple of seasons. But, um, you know, Aaron Judge having an MVP caliber year uh, in a contract year. Um, Stan has been great for them and they just they've put it together there. The bullpen over the last past couple weeks has kind of been a slippery slope for them, but uh, other than that, 64 and 28, they're gonna put my money up in flames here. But uh, a good season, a great season so far for the Yankees.
0: Okay, next up, we'll uh, we'll go to the Yale Central and we we'll let Noah uh, talk us through this one. I took Minnesota here, um, at 81 and a half, uh, which looks all right. Uh, they are, um, 532 winning percentage so far so something similar in the second half I'll get them there. Moon have took Cleveland at under 76 and a half. Uh, that one looks a little bit ropey as well. Um Noah with his Detroit Tigers over 77 and a half. Good luck with that one. Uh and the Kansas City Royals uh, Dylan Rockford uh, took the under at 74 and a half. That one looks home and host. And uh, Noah uh, talk us a little bit through uh, this division and where it's gone was so wrong for your Tigers because there was a lot of talk about how good they were going to be. Oh, no one's gone. I've just looked at my screen and no one's disappeared. Um, okay, the right, Moon. I'll throw this across to you then. uh yeah. Minnesota looks like it's going to cashier for me. Cleveland, we thought, would maybe go into proper tank mode. There was talk about Ramirez leaving. Mm-hmm. Um They would look to be in complete and utter teardown. And they're actually going along at slightly over 500 here. So, yeah, we got that one. Um, I didn't pick them, but I, w- I would have taken the under with you. So, I think we got that one wrong.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. I think the couple, maybe a couple of days later after we finished recording that AL a- a- Central preview that we uh, went from hearing trade rumors of Jose Ramirez to him signing an extension with the Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. And I think the one thing that i was really down on was their offense this year and you know they've had guys step up outside of jose ramirez in that lineup and it's you know they're still in the division there they're only 2 games back so um this one also doesn't look like uh doesn't look like uh it's going to get over the line for me
0: yeah, this is the one division that's still a three-horse race. We've got one division that's a two-horse race. And all the rest look pretty much um, as if there's there's one team going to run away with it. So, yeah, Cleveland have kept kept everybody honest here. Uh, next up is the AL West, where my pick was. Oh, dear. Here's my first loser of the night. The LA Angels, uh, over 83 and a half. Um, I probably could have uh, hedged that after about 14 days of the season when they got off to an absolute flyer. Uh, but they've absolutely stunk the players out since. Uh, Moon, after you look like you're getting on the board here with the Auckland Is at 71 and a half. Uh, yeah. And you took the under.
1: Yeah, Malcolm. Um, we talked about this. This was something that I think really helped me when we were talking about the division previews was that this team um, was going to be on a fire sale. We saw that they traded Matt Olsen. They traded Matt uh, Chapman. Uh, they got rid of some of their other guys as well in that batting lineup. Um, and, you know, there's still a possibility that they get rid of or trade. I'm sorry, Paul Blackburn and uh, Frankie Montas as we kind of approach the trade deadline in uh, Major League Baseball. But, um, you know, being in that division where, you know, the Astros right now are owning that division. Texas got a little bit better in that division. We thought that the Angels, I mean, Angels played great in the first two months, but after that kind of, uh, you know, fell back to what we know the angels are but the oakland a's were the one team that we're going to suffer and all the issues that they're having with their front office and trying to get a new stadium there and fans kind of riding or not riding but not showing up to games and not having the attendance there i think that this team was i think this win projection was really high up for them and right now they're sitting at what 20 uh th- sorry 32 and 61. uh yeah. they'll probably have to go about they have to win about 40 games in the second event obviously i don't think that is going to happen for them
0: yeah, so it looks like you're going to get on the board there. Noah had the same pick as well, uh, the Oakland A's with the under. Um, Noah his uh, back. The the Wi-Fi has has come back to life for him. Oh, sure? he's just gone again. <laughs> <laughs> the minute I said that, he literally disappeared from view. I was going to try and uh, throw it back to the to the Tigers for Noah. Um, okay, we'll move down to the NL East, uh, where my pick here was the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, actually, Noah's back. Uh, so while Noah's back, he looks a bit frustrated with his uh, technology. Uh, Noah, we we need you to tell us about the Detroit Tigers. We're going to throw this back to the to the AL Central, and why the Tigers are nowhere near their projection.
2: Yeah, uh, so I'm frustrated with my technology right now, but I'm even more frustrated with this team Uh, because they were supposed to be much better than the way they're playing right now. And, you know, to throw salt in the wound, they just sent down Spencer Torkelson, who honestly was probably one of the worst baseball players in all of the MLB. I mean, you just wanted to see him get some reps in the MLB. Um, and that's why they let him go for the whole first half. But, I mean, under 200, and he really hasn't done anything of what he was advertised to be. So it's kind of been a little disappointing. I was going to wear a Lions shirt. I couldn't quite find mine. I don't know where it's at. But all everybody in Detroit's already kind of moved on. It's been quite sad what this, uh, you know, team has turned into. And I don't want it to be a whole rant, but it, it's just like, our front office has missed on free and signings left and right since 2014 um we've gotten fleeced in trades since 2014 with us uh being in this rebuild and then you look at the austin meadows isak parades trade uh, meadows has played b- maybe 30 games for us and then parades is over there hitting 10 home runs in the first half and meadows has zero so it's just like a a quick summary of just my frustration with this team because i was actually pretty high on them coming into the year i took the over i actually that was one of the only plays that i said on the full season preview because i missed um the divisions that you guys were in so but yeah i mean just pretty frustrating on that
0: yeah i mean part of that was the stellar second half that they'd had last season and even up till now you were uh... You, whatever date it was that you told us the Tigers were then going to start winning um, because that was the date that they started winning last season. And that didn't happen. But players, can, you could can list some Robbie Grossman, I don't know what to him. Akil Padu was a real weird one. He was getting drafted high in draft. He was he was power and speed and he's gone. He's just disappeared from view. Um, yeah, he's the, back now, but they sent him down to AAA throughout the whole first half. Yeah, exactly,
2: yeah. Um, and this uh, pitching staff, they were, they were very promising. They had three young guns going with Casey Mize, Derek Skubel, and Matt Manning. Mize is out with UCL injury, and uh, Matt Manning has had soldier, uh, shoulder injury that we have heard nothing about. And Erod, Eduardo yeah, Rodriguez, literally left the team and has not communicated with the team for a damn month. Like, what kind of front office is this to, like, let your number one free agent signing go? and i i don't want to speak on what's going on because i don't know what's going on with rodriguez and that's part of the reason why he's not talking to the whole team but literally your number two guy that you signed in the offseason is not communicating with your team there's a little bit of a problem there
0: yeah absolutely that i wrote one i was going to ask you about but you've just filled us in on that um so yeah um long story short tigers is a loser uh NL East, we'll move on to. Um, <laughs> my pick was the Philadelphia Phillies, um, over 85 and a half. Um, photo finish, I think, there. Uh, currently at 5.33, so the Jews are out on that one. Um, you two both have got it. I worked this out, and you've got a push at the moment. I think Miami at 4.73. Uh, you both took the Miami Marlins over 76 and a half, uh, which would currently be a push um, Dylan Rockford took the nats under 61 and a half, uh, which is also looks like it's going to be a push. So the the division itself is relatively tight. This is actually a two horse race as well. I said earlier on there was only um, one division that is a two horse race, but this one is. Uh, but we didn't touch uh, Mets or Orlando but the the other three are all going along, moving off pretty much as expected. Yeah, I think they're all going to be photo
1: finishes here. Uh, I know the Marlins need to go about, what, 34 and 37 to get over their win uh, total. Um, You know, the pitching is there for this team, right? We talked about Pablo Lopez, Sandy Alcantara. Tyler Rogers has been the one player that has really struggled for the Miami Marlins so far this year. And I think that, um, you know, if he's able to turn it around here a little bit, if Miami can, you know, win a couple games or put a small winning streak together, I think that they can get over this number. But right now, they do have the 12 most difficult schedule left in the entire MLB. They have seven games against the Dodgers, eight against the Mets, and 10 against the Braves. So um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a a interesting um, interesting uh, finish, I guess we can say to watch uh, as our win totals, you know, as we get into the second half with about most teams having about 70 to 71 games left.
0: Uh, next is the NL Central. This is my big L. Um, the Chicago Cubs over 75 and a half. I actually, if you remember, gave the Cubs out to win the division at 10 to 1 roundabout. Um, yeah, that didn't last long. They've actually... Do you know what? the This total. wouldn't be such a disaster, but they've only won one of the last 10, uh, which has completely nutly knocked a hole in it. They've won 35 games, so there's no way they are got to that total, so you can stick that in the L L column for me. Um, Moonaf, you took Cincinnati under 75 and a half, which I reckon you're probably okay uh, due to that horrible start they had uh, Dylan and Noah. Both took the Brewers here um, at... 88.5, which might well be a uh, a push as well. I worked worked that out as a push earlier on as well. And the Brewers, I can't quite work the Brewers out, Noah. How do you feel about this uh, total in the second half? Well so i like the brewers i like their
2: pitching staff and that was the main reason why i took it and you looked at them last year they had 89 wins so it was like just over that 88 and a half and the nl central is one of those that i didn't quite have a good grasp on because you were high in the cubs and i was like yeah the cubs could be promising here um the cardinals were also there last year and then you had the brewers who struggle on offense but this pitching staff is so good and i really like how they might have freddie peralta here for most of the second half uh coming up and that is one reason that I still feel kind of comfortable in it. But later on in the podcast, I think I'm higher on another team in the, this division.
0: Okay. There might be a tight team ride right earlier on, no uh, reading between the lines there. Cause and Moon, have chatted offline earlier on. So we'll see if you've got on board. Oh, no. um, yeah. Uh, the NL West finally. Um, I love these, uh, these bum teams when I'm picking, I had Arizona at plus 66 and a half. Um, <laughs> which um, I think I'm comfortable with. I think I should get over the line. Uh, Dylan took uh, the Padres under 89 and a half. Uh, Photo finish for him, maybe. Uh, San Diego currently uh, 553. And then you two boys had the Dodgers over um, 90. The line was around about 96 and a half. I've got... Munaf's claiming he got it at ninety-five and a half. Noah's claiming he got it at ninety-seven and a half. So I don't quite know which to believe. So I'll give you ninety-six and a half. Either way, it looks like they get to a hundred wins. Munaf. Um and the Dodgers haven't had the competition that they faced last year uh, when the Giants surprised everybody. I thought I put ninety-seven and a half on the sheet. Is that not Did right? you? It's possibly it my 90. writing, mate. It could oh, be okay. my writing.
1: No. All right. Yeah, Dodgers. I mean. Um... They're just winning games i mean it's no better way to put it right they're just just winning games uh, i mean this talent there's this roster is talented especially on the um uh on their batting lineup when you have a top three of mookie betts freddie freeman uh trey turner uh you want to go further down that list justin turner had a great um last week or the past couple of weeks as they kind of got into the all-star break uh the pitching staff Clayton Kershaw has looked great since he came back from the I.L. Um, you know, Julio Rios is doing his thing. Tyler Anderson. You know, we've talked about this uh, pitching staff a lot. Tony Gonsal, another name that we've talked about a lot. And, and oh, by the way, they're going to get Walker Buehler back. So, hopefully, if he's able to return a form for this team, is, they should clear 100 wins easily.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Walker Buehler coming back is a huge reason in that. And the other reason, I don't think they've actually played their best ball yet. You're right, yeah.
0: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I think uh, unquestionably that you two will cash uh, that little Dodgers uh, pick as well. And my Diamondbacks at the other end of the division uh, should get there over. And a lot of these lines that you're going to um, hear us talk about tonight, that will be found um, at the win bet where you can use the bet $50 to win $200 promotion. A $50 bet will qualify you for up to 200 bucks in free bets. Um, if you're betting baseball, check out the win bet. Their reduced juice in baseball games makes it the best place to bet MLB. The fantasy football experience uh, contest is still running as well. If you bet $500 or more on sports or casino before July the 31st, you'll be entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including the two-night state win resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. Notice you some. All you have to do is head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bets today. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. OK, before we move on uh, to our second-half picks, I had a little look at some of the player props that we'd, uh, that we'd fetched out pre-season, some of our previews. Um, the Not the awards markets, but the uh, home runs, hits and RBIs, and then K saves and wins for the pitchers. So the home run market, Noah and myself were the two we've got. Uh, a live runner in this. And it's Jordan Alvarez. Now, obviously, Aaron Judge has got a nice, he's got a handy lead. Um, Jordan Alvarez has just had what looks like a tactical week on the IL. I think a little bit of hand inflammation. Um, but it was just to get that little extended break. Now, Alvarez has hit 26 bombs. He's seven behind. Um, I still quite like him as well. I wrote an article for... Uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com for in June uh, for the rest of season bets uh, and picked Alvarez um, as a possible MVP candidate. Uh, so, Noah, uh, seven dingers behind Aaron Judge. Is that catch Yeah, I think it's catchable. And
2: I, I think Jordan Alvarez is a very, very streaky hitter. Uh, you look up one week and he's going to have five bombs and he's kind of in that conversation again. It's just judge. He, for the last, I don't know, 15 games here uh, into the all-star break was slumping. So is judge going to come out of the all-star game and just be like streaking again with home runs in every other game, like he was at the beginning. And, uh, you know, um, April, May, June, um, the the end of June, early July has really allowed Jordan to uh, make
0: this thing look interesting. I'll say that. And it is, it, it, it's it's one IL stint away from flipping on its head. Like you said, and, um, I think that there's teams in these slightly less competitive divisions that will not rest players, but again, a tactical IL stint um, for some of these players towards the end of the season like the Dodgers had their Giants on their tail well they're not going to have them this year um, so the the possibility of players uh, just getting a little a little uh, 10 day or a 15 day I Elston something like that and then Judge is certainly in that category because he's been um, in series just used the words uncharacteristically healthy uh, in the first half in the chat box there, which is exactly right uh, beautifully put so yeah I've got no problem with Alvarez we put him up 20 to 1 at the start of the season. Uh, so definitely a live runner there. Um, hits leader, uh, Noah, you are the uh, closest here. Yeah, you've got Trey Turner. Uh, you picked Trey Turner, who is currently sitting in fourth in that market. Um, he is only three behind as well. It's very tight at the top of that market. Um, I don't know what price. Uh, do we have a price on that?
1: Plus 225. He's a favourite.
0: Okay, so uh, yeah, twelve to one, uh, Noah. You took that early with the season plus two twenty-five now. So uh, a sneaky little, a sneaky little chance there for you, Noah.
2: Yeah, I actually really like where Trey Turner's sitting right now. He's one of one of the ones that I jotted down notes on uh, when we're going to talk about just uh, run through a couple of MVP candidates here um, yeah. because he's still there, and this is a guy that he's going to be playing for a contract because he finally got that shortstop position at the Dodgers with Corey Seager leaving. And, um, you know, he's um, taking advantage of it right now, that's for sure.
0: And uh, the RBI's market, I'll be honest, uh, nowhere near uh, 12th. Uh, Matt Olsen, my pick, is the closest we've got near the top. Uh, don't worry, Munaf, I haven't left you out here. We're coming onto your category now. So for the pitchers, um, top of the strikeout um, market, and dylan cease you have the current leader mooner 15 to 1 uh, you put him at the start of the season uh talk us to how confident you are that he can hang on to that
1: yeah i mean he he's he, he's been great in the first half of the season right obviously uh we we talked about him a lot when we were doing the division previews as well and Um, You know, he just has nasty pitches. I mean, you know, Noah contests to this. You know, he's a pitcher himself. So he just has the stuff to, you know, strike out guys. And he puts up close to almost eight plus strikeouts per game every time he's out there pitching. And I think that he's in a good spot right now. I know Garrett Cole is, I think, right behind him as a second favorite. uh, But right now, uh, Dylan Cease is the, I think, leader in the clubhouse right now at plus 275 to be the strikeout leader. So hopefully back-to-back seasons, Malcolm, where we pick the strikeout leader.
0: Yeah, well, I've got Corbin Burns parked in fourth place, only six strikeouts behind, so uh, I'm not ruling myself out in that little market. Uh, just yet, the saves market. Uh, we're back to Noah again. Uh, Noah's been uh, hot so far tonight. Uh, and Kenley Jansen, who's sitting in third place um, in, that, uh, in that... What's the word I'm looking for? In that category. race to be the... In the category... Uh, to be the saves leader Uh, after you put up Jordan Romano who's doing okay he's in the top 10 he's a little bit far back he had the best
2: he had the best April and uh, May that's for sure
0: yeah who Romano Romano Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah yeah I kept seeing his name pop up every night and it made me wince every time because I'd sort of downplayed him but uh, yeah no I talked to Kendi Jansen because you made a really good case for him um, I remember at the start of the season
2: yeah, this is a guy that you know he was traded from the Dodgers to uh, the Braves, and uh, maybe not traded. It was free agency. One of the it was one of the two goes from the Dodgers to the Braves, and the Dodgers fan base at the end of the year last year just kind of grew unlike comfortable with Jansen, but he was still. Like, it was, it was more of a heart attack guy uh, as a closer. He'd, he'd get a bit, uh, runner on based on, like, a walk or a hit and get him in the scoring position, but he'd still get that save. So I was, like, looking at it. This is a guy that's going to be coming into the season with some attitude. He did have uh, an injury that he's been out for with the last uh, two weeks or so, and I actually picked up... Uh, AJ Minter as a closer in fantasy baseball for two weeks, and he did me well, too. It's just this Braves team is in a position to get this uh, bullpen some saves, and I really like the angle of uh, Jansen just kind of playing for his reputation, you know?
0: Yeah, just trying to work out what what price you put Jansen up at the start of the season. Uh, 14 to 1 there, Uh, Noah. So that's, I think, three fancy double-figure prices. Uh, that you have going live um, yeah that was kind of my strategy I, was, I, I didn't want to
2: take many favourites that's not quite how I, I like the role I, uh, my my biggest one that blew up in my face was Michael Kopech I should have went Dylan Cease everywhere but you know yeah. it is what it is I picked the wrong White Sox pitcher uh,
0: and finally in the wins market uh, Moonaf, you took Alec Minoua, uh who has 10 wins he's 2 off the lead um, I went a bit choky here I took Garrett Cole uh, who was one behind Manoa? Uh, so we've both got a live chance here. I think you had a fancier price than me though. Um, wins leader Garrett Cole. Mine was plus seven fifty. I actually don't have a price written down next to your Alec Manoa pick. But must be maybe about twenty to one more uh, moon off. I don't know if you can recall or not. But um, Alec Manoa and a struggling Blue Jays team. They need to have a, a better second half of this uh, season, and if they do, uh, Alec Manoa is going to be at the forefront of that. I think. Yeah, I kind of d- double-dipped on Alec Manoa. I took him for wins
1: leader and also took him for Cy Young as well. So uh, he's had a great first half of the season, uh, no doubt, in the American League. It's just that Justin Verlander is having an ever, or sorry, a better season uh, as far as Cy Young and, and wins as well. So, um, you know, he's right there. His ERA is great at 2.28. Uh, you mentioned he has 10 wins. Uh, 10 of the 15 um, – uh, sorry, uh, 15 of the 18 starts that he's had have been quality starts for Alec Manoa. So – uh, they're going to need him to continue to be you know, in Cy Young form like he was in the first half of the season if the Toronto Blue Jays team wants to turn it around because this this Blue Jays team was the big sexy pick this season uh, coming into the year with all the hype behind them, but Manoa has been great so far. Hopefully he can keep it up in the second half of the season.
0: Yeah, so the second half of the season is something that we are going to get onto um, after I've told you about Sleeper, uh, the fantasy football app, which I assume you use. I know I do. Um, but sleeper have added uh, a game changing product uh, unlike anything else in the industry uh, over there on the app which is an over or under game where you can make a few quid playing it uh, if you pick the players that you like and pick their props i.e hits in baseball um, you can win up to two from from two to 20 times uh, the stake that you select uh, by getting them right uh, the chat feature is really good and join your friends. You can tell their picks, uh, copy the picks um, at the top of a button. Loads of fun to ride uh, ride out those games and sweat uh, with your friends. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper to play their over or under game. Have, have fun with your friends and make some money. If you use the code sleeper.com SGPMLB, Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of $200. So join our squad, get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP MLB terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use f- for details. Okay. Second half picks. And this is pretty much an open book. Um, you can take anything you want players, divisions, leagues, overs, unders, any special bets you've got. Um, we will go to, I'll tell you what, we we'll let Noah uh, lead off because I've got no idea, Noah, what you might come at us here. So, um, stuff for the second half uh what have you got for us so i guess i'll go with uh the team
2: total but also this team is my uh team you know i think they can win the division and you know what i'll i'll uh, maybe maybe win the nl too i like the st louis cardinals you guys talked about this maybe off offline is that the team
0: Yep. Yes.
2: Yeah, it is. This, yeah. This is completely organic, guys, because I didn't talk to them at all, but they they like them as well. And let me know if I'm hitting any of these notes correctly. They're currently a half game back of the Brewers for the division lead. Uh, they have the easiest remaining schedule in the MLB. They have 11 games against Pittsburgh, 11 games against Cincinnati, and seven games against Washington. That's 29 of their next 68 games. Yep. Um, the trio of starting pitchers: Adam Wainwright, Miles Michaelis, and Dakota Hudson, who's also uh, short. He's on like a short IL stint here, but those three have been way over expectation and really like where all of them are sitting.
1: Yeah, and aren't they going to get? Is, is Jack Flaherty gone for the seats, or is he going to be back? He's on no.
2: the IL, He's on the IL for sixty days. I think they might get him back in the last month
0: okay has he gone 60 days now I didn't know that I thought it was 15 still yeah 60 days oh that's disappointing
2: yeah so they're they're trying to get him back for the uh, end of the end of the season that's something I have further on down here but um off of the aisle, you're bringing back players like Harrison Bader, okay. Hudson, like I mentioned, Flaherty, like we mentioned, Yadier Molina. He's been down in the, the islands uh, where he's from. He's taken the last half of the first half off. And maybe, maybe, hopefully, Alex Reyes, because Reyes was okay. their uh, closer and maybe best. Um, what's the uh, big situation role? I, I can't think of the Setup man. Setup man or um or, yeah. that, yeah. fireman. Uh, I was looking for a better different term, but uh yeah, I don't know if you have anything else on those uh guys that are injured, but I can jump on to the next one if you want me to. You no,
0: know, I think I think Moonaf uh, pointed out to me you um interesting tidbit on the St. Louis Cardinals as well, Moonaf, if you want to crack on if you can remember.
1: I don't remember what I said. It was a, a potential trades we were talking Oh about. yeah. Um I heard that they're kind of in
2: the run for Juan, so Juan Soto. Juan Soto,
1: yeah. So I think like the potential landing spots for Juan Soto is, you know, Cardinals are one of the teams that are being mentioned. Um uh, you know, when you if you know if you have three guys by the names of Nolan Arenado, Juan Soto, and Paul Goldschmidt on your team, um you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna score some runs and there are other guys in this lineup as well that can hit the ball very well Uh, but if you add a you know a power bat another power bat next to those two guys you know look out and you know Noah just talked about the pitching with this St. Louis Cardinals team they've been absolutely phenomenal I mean they're not the big sexy names but they're winning games and I think that's the most important part and I think I think it was last week or the week before that Nolan Arnado kind of called out the I guess the team or just maybe a thought that You know, we're not just here to make the playoffs that we want to make a run in the playoffs. Right. And I think that's something that should, you know, light the the, not only the clubhouse, but also the front office to maybe make some moves and even improve this team even more. And in a division like Noah talked about where you're only a half a game behind the Milwaukee Brewers, who, again, haven't really done much to address their offense. We talked about how great their pitching is probably the best one, two and three, if not the best in the National League. Um, they really haven't done anything to really address their offense. So at the end of the day, for me, you still have to score runs and they still the Cardinals have above average starting pitching. And I think that the value is really there on the St. Louis Cardinals, whether if you want to take a team total uh, right now, the current numbers are 86 and a half for this team. Uh, if you want to take that over or maybe for them to possibly win the division at plus 140 as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No I will let you come on to your your totals in it in a little minute. Yeah, I will back that off completely. I've got the uh I have Cardinals. more on
2: the Cardinals too. I, I, I have more notes that I can keep going on, but Mel, keep going.
0: Um yeah, I've got I've got them down at one fifty. The the article that I wrote about the season long um best bets in June. Um looking for some live underdogs there. Um I picked the Cardinals to win the division at twelve to one. just because they're gonna be there. Uh I'm not I'm out on the Brewers, and a lot of that is actually with the eye test. I've watched the Brewers a lot in the last uh, two or three weeks, and they just don't look like they're going to. They've got enough runs in that team, um, so I think the I cards also,
2: can. I can think beat the them. eye test really tricks people up with the Giants and the Brewers the most because those teams still can win the games. But yeah, I agree yeah. with
0: you. yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, I think the the, the cards for me. Um, the other the other team i put up for the division there was the red Sox at 16 and one which i'm well and truly um out on on there but um yeah you can uh, finish off with your with your cardinals chat and then uh, any more um divisional uh picks that we might have so this is the best nugget that i have written down uh
2: they current the cardinals currently have three of the top five mlbs uh war players they have nolan arenado in second with a five war they have paul goldschmidt in fourth with a 4.8 and tommy edmund is fifth with a 4.5 war nice um and then i mean my final statement is the cardinals they're currently doing this without Tyler O'Neal, who is one of their best players in 2021, um, and he's been completely invisible in 2022. If they can get O'Neill to wake up and still get contributions from Dylan Carlson, Brennan Donovan, Juan Yapes, and Nolan Gorman, who's come up and played pretty well from the minor leagues, this is a team that will be dangerous in September and October.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think um, Tyler O'Neal hasn't had that many at-bats. Like he's been sort of on and, off the, on and off the IL, so he'll be getting back. Um the AL Central was a division that caught my eye because it's the three-horse race that we talked about earlier on. Um, you've got the Twins, the White Sox, and the Cleveland Guardians. Um, and like you say, you could you could throw a blanket uh, over all of them in the standings. Uh, the, the bet for me that stood out was the Chicago White Sox at plus 140. Now, I've faded them a lot on the podcast, and I think it's been the sensible thing to do. And we've had some lovely um, plus-price winners um, taking taking underdogs against the White Sox I just think they're close enough um, to strike I saw a little bit more from them in the last little road trip they had that was really important uh, before we went into this break, they came out of that having won 7-3 and three, uh, of the last 10 games and got themselves into a competitive position here some of the players the players like Lewis Robert I think look a little bit better, Eloy Jimenez came back and I think he's primed uh, for a decent second half of the season, we've already mentioned uh, two or three of their pitches already. Um, the twins haven't done much wrong, but they just ever so slightly underwhelm me. The twins, uh, they're projected on, on fan graphs to have a, a second half of the season that's um, let me pick it up here uh, 493, so under 500 for the second half of the season. Uh, projected there for, for Minnesota uh, Chicago have the second easiest, in fact depending where you look uh, the the second easiest or the easiest strength of schedule um, I've seen both uh, so I just think it plus 140 I don't like um, I don't think Cleveland can sustain what they've done so it looks like it'll, this will fall into a two horse race uh, but the White Sox at plus 140 uh, look like you're cracking bet than me Munaf
1: yeah, this is, I think this is going to be the one division, Malcolm, we talked about last season when we were watching the NL East down the um, you know final two weeks where that's that was a week that it was going to be determined. I think that this year it's going to be that AL Central where you have three teams that are separated by three games. You talked about the Twins having a two-game lead right now. The Guardians are in the mix as well, and the Chicago White Sox. The only thing that kind of scares me about the White Sox is still their manager, Tony LaRusso. I mean, I feel, <laughs> I feel like if they would have let him go – that would have probably sparked a a a, a fire under this um, Chicago White Sox team, but he just really makes me nervous. And again, this this team is talented enough, both on pitching and on the in their batting lineup, where they should win games and score runs. Um, but it's just Tony La Russa just makes me really nervous for whatever reason that is.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Go on, Noah. What have you got to say about this uh, this race?
2: This was my favorite team coming into the season, and I still. Kind of like them, like you said, Malcolm. Like they feel like they showed enough life at the end of the first half. That hey, like they're in striking position, and this is easily a team that I could see go on a huge run. Like they have the pieces. They have Dylan Cease, Lucas Giolito, Michael Kopech, Johnny Cueto has stepped up into this rotation. He's been great. He's got 2.80 ERA this year. And you look at Lance Lynn coming back from injury. He hasn't quite been himself, but that's a guy that's been ultra consistent throughout his whole career. That I I had him for. A.L. Cy Young. I really believe in this guy. I really like his uh, repertoire of like three fastballs, a fastball, two-seamer, cutter. Uh, He's also got the slider and the curveball that he doesn't throw as often, but this is a guy that will just shove fastballs down hitters' throats and dares them to beat him. Um, And we we mentioned cease earlier that's a that's a guy that you know he's had a huge breakout season but you want to talk about breakouts andrew vaughn with a 301 batting average this year this guy's been insane very good for him doesn't really have a defensive position hitting uh, like a de- de- designated hitter uh this year but that guy he's been great for him um and it's just the matter of you you have jose Abreu, Lou Bob, and anderson all playing well and the rest of this team it it needs to step up a little bit like in the batting order um there needs to be a couple more guys to emerge in this order and i would be very very comfortable in the white Sox moving forward because they do have liam Hendricks in the back of that bullpen that has been one of the most proven and reliable closers in the game
0: yeah Hendricks has had a little aisle stint as well had a little bit of a rest so he should be back um come the weekend uh moon after is there any more divisional plays that you like before we get onto our totals
1: um, no, that, that was the only one. I think we had all agreement about the Cardinals. Um, but I think that all the other divisions are pretty much run away. The Yankees, the Astros. Um, and I think it's going to be a two-team battle between the Mets and the Braves. And we already talked about the NL Central as well. And Dodgers are running away with the NL West as well.
2: I think we'd be remiss to say, like, not include dylan's mariners like they looked very good closing the season do you guys think that they could put up a fight with the astros i
1: I think and i was high on the uh mariners as well Me and because
2: they're nine games back but that's tough
1: i I think maybe the better bet might be for them to make the playoffs um i don't know what that number is let me see if i can find that here because last season They also made a run in the second half, and I think they were close to getting a playoff spot. And, you know, they've won, what, 14 games in a row here? They currently hold the
2: second wild card spot, and there's three of them this year.
1: Yeah, so I think that number was a little juiced at minus 175 for the – yeah it's minus 175 so you probably missed that that number right now. last night <laughs> yeah you probably missed out on that number right now for them to make the playoffs since they've won 14 in a row but um i i think this is a team that might be a bet on team in the second half for sure
0: yeah i think the Mariners are up at 22 to 1 uh or roundabout to to overhaul the Astros um the Astros have a 98.8 percent chance of winning that division uh so the Seattle Mariners are not a 22 to one shot um so yeah save your money on that one
1: and the Um, Astros have one of the more easier schedules left
0: as well yeah I got the impression that the Astros just had a little breather uh the last week or so they just sort of just eased off a bit they had that series at Oakland where they were just a little bit um off the pace alvarez they they moved him it was a little bit of preventative maintenance uh with with houston so yeah i think they're ready to come back strong um do you hear the stunt they pulled with paul blackburn your boy
1: no uh it's a so oh, it's a nice gesture
2: yeah uh stunt nice gesture it, it's good Good PR for the team. You know, the, the trash can bangers. Um, but no, uh, Paul Blackburn, he was going to fly charter or Oakland. The Oakland Athletics team was going to get him a charter flight to... Commercial. Los, commercial flight to Los Angeles. And the Houston Astros figured that out and offered, them, offered him to jump on the flight with their all-stars and Dusty Baker and the coaching staff. And it was a nice gesture.
0: Yeah, that is a nice touch. Uh, good knowledge. Yeah. The... Totals, then uh, we will get to um, in a moment. Once I've told you about IP Vanish, uh, did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy uh, without the added security? You might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, and other private eyes. That's why SGPN, we use IP Vanish VPN, which makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. It encrypts 100% of your data. Meaning, your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Uh, even your physical location will be hidden. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices uh, without sacrificing any speeds. You can use it on your Fire Stick uh, when you're streaming media as well. IP Vanish are offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30 day money back guarantee, the equivalent of getting nine months for free. Uh, it's dead easy to use, so take your privacy back today with a brand rate at 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com SGP. Use the promo code SGP to claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. Okay, so we've got some totals up yeah, for the second half of the season. if uh, you can lead us off. Um, how many and what were your overall under players have you got for us?
1: Yeah, there's uh, one team that really stuck out to me. I really like the under on, and that's going to be the Tampa Bay Rays um, in the second half of the season here. They do have the fourth-hardest schedule remaining uh, in the entire MLB to start the second half. Uh, They have nine games against the Yankees, six against the Astros, 11 against the Blue Jays, and nine against the Red Sox. I know they have owned the Red Sox so far this season, but um, I think that it's going to be a tough hill for them to climb, uh, especially in this division. And, I believe Wander Franco is going to miss another, I think, four to five weeks for this team. He uh, has that uh, injury that he's dealing with. And I just don't think that they have enough offensively for uh, them to kind of really, you know, keep up in games. It's really been for the past couple of seasons with the Tampa Bay Rays team is beyond their pitching. Um, and I just don't think that offensively they have enough. So under 87 and a half for the Tampa Bay Rays was the one I was looking at. Then Malcolm, you and I were talking about this, um, Offline, I think we're both on the opposite side of this one, but I think there's a (laughs) a prop being offered: most regular season wins by any team over 105 and a half at minus 135. And I kind of highlighted three teams I think that can get over this number. Number one, the New York Yankees, the Houston Astros, and the uh, LA Dodgers. I think you also did make a great point on on why they may not get there, Malcolm, because they all three of those teams have substantial leads in their divisions. I mean, they take the you know foot off the gas, but I just think that, you know, if you kind of look at the strength of schedule left for some of these teams, I know the Yankees have, I believe, the 10th hardest schedule. Dodgers have an easier schedule. And uh, we talked about the Astros having, I think, the sixth or seventh most easy schedule remaining. So I think there is a possibility that one of these three teams can get over this number of 105 and a half. Uh, for their uh, win or, or on this prop bet. We talked about the Dodgers when we were talking about them that, you know, I think both Noah and I agree that they just haven't played their best baseball yet. They still only have 60 wins on this; they only have 60 wins on the season. So, you're going to get Walker Buehler back. This offense is going to start raking. You had about a, a good week off here. Um, I think they're going to come out and fire in the second half of the season. So, I, I really like that over 105 and a half.
0: Um, okay. I, I agree with you on the Tampa Bay uh, player, Moon. I've got them at 86.6. Looking at, at fan graphs and another couple of uh, projection systems. So uh, the line that you give, it's it's a close one, um, 87 yeah. and a half. So I'm um, not much underneath, but I agree with you on the Tampa Bay one. So yeah, I'll cover this uh, this over any team to finish over one or five and a half on the grounds So you brought it up, and yeah, I had this written down as one of my big locks, um on the under uh, plus 110 as well, plus 20. Um, like the Yankees coming in at 104, who four, they were going to be the closest, and then the other two aren't really particularly close. I've got the Dodgers at one hundred and one, and Houston at one hundred. Uh, so I'm not hugely concerned about that. They're four and a half games off the pace, um, and yeah. So the Yankees 104. So really, for me, when you're handicapping that, we're seeing there's three teams who've got a chance. I'm not sure there is. I've got. I think there's one team who've got a chance, uh, and I'm happy to take them on uh, at plus one ten. So I'll take the opposite side of that one. Um, I've got one or two other players as well, but we'll get Noah back involved. Noah, Overs, uh, what did you dig out?
2: Well, the one that I liked was uh, St. Louis Cardinals over 86 and a half wins. That was the one that really just hasn't moved. uh, In my opinion, from the beginning, I think it might've been 85 at the beginning of the season. I still think there's plenty of value there. Minus minus one twenty on the over, but I'd like to settle or maybe mediate the debate on this uh it will <laughs> so
1: the 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 total is one oh what 105 and a half so 105 and a half anytime i win 106.
2: so i think the angle by malcolm may be a little flawed i think it's better in the postseason because you look at it last year i i really liked the white Sox last year too they ran away with the al central they were playing non-competitive games but they were still winning them Non competitively throughout the rest of the regular season and in the postseason, it really killed them. As the Astros, I think they swept them. Um, yeah. I, I really think that you could get some nice value come the end of the season on some of these wild card teams playing meaningful, competitive baseball games at the end of the season, playing for that wild card position against one of these three teams that have already locked up their division. I think there's actually four of them that have already locked up their division. Uh, I think there could be some value later on down the road with your. Uh, Handicap
0: there. Yeah, I, I think the the taking the foot off the gas thing is not even really factored into these to these totals as well? It's just it's it's an added uh, it's an added something that would that might just shrink the numbers uh, a little bit for me. I don't know if I've fallen it would have a trap here. we looking when I looked at the uh, the tools that are like because I ended up with five and they were all they were pretty much apart from Pittsburgh, five of the worst teams. So. I've got the Nats, uh, the Cubs, the Royals, the Reds, and the Athletics, all who I like to go over their number. That all around about a game, a game, a game and a half, two games over the total. Now, I don't know why that would have um, come out that it's all the bad teams who were who were projected um, to go under that total. So I, I might have to temper uh, temper my picks a little bit. Uh, from that the one I really do like and I'll, I'll just give one out because I do feel like um, someone's just dug a hole and covered it with twigs and leaves and waited for me to come along and go head over tit- <laughs> straight into it uh, so the one I do like is the Cincinnati Reds uh, their total is set at 65 and a half um, I've got them getting to 67 um, I just expect them to have a better half of the season Eight, they're going to play in that less than competitive division um, with the Pittsburgh and the Cubs, um, I think Joey Votto is going to have a better second half of the season. I'm expecting. There's a couple of a couple of my guys on there: Sky, Graham Astra. Uh We've got Hunter Green as well. And Cincinnati had that absolutely horrific start. Was it three and twenty-one or something? Yeah. Um, so since then, if if they can carry on the form that they've had um, since then, then I think they can get to that number. Relatively comfortably, so I'll just pick out the one because, like I say, I'm slightly concerned about why all the all the bottom teams. And the other one I've got uh, going right to the other end um, of the spectrum is the Dodgers, and I think this is a it's a fade. I'm going to take the under 103 and a half. Um, Again, I've got that all going to 101, which gives me a nice little buffer um, of two and a half games. Uh, So I think the Dodgers can come in under there. and relatively comfortably so yeah they're, they're my two picks on the totals. uh moon have you got anything else um that you've uh, any specials any exotics or anything that we might have just missed over the last hour or so uh, that you need to tell us about
1: uh no i think the ones that i really liked i gave out i agree about 100 about the cardinals uh that Noah talked about i think we all agree on uh for them to either get over their win total of 86 and a half or even win their division at plus 140 plus 150 whatever your Uh, Sorry, plus 150, uh, what we're uh, looking at in front of us. I think those are my favorite ones in the second half of the season. Uh, But other than that, everything else kind of seems spot on to me. Uh, If you really want something juicy, something exciting, I think Blue Jays to miss the playoffs at plus 370. Nice. Maybe something you want to take a look at because I just feel like that they're in a division where the Red Sox should play better. Uh, the Yankees are are still going to chug along, um, and I and again those other teams that are coming up in that AL Central division that it's going to be a battle down the stretch that they're going to win games as well. Mariners are on that hot streak. We talked about it. So if you want something juicy at at, at more than three to one odds, maybe take a look at Blue Jays missing the
0: playoffs. Moon, um, have you got a price on the Phillies to make the playoffs there at all? Yeah, give me a second. I can look that up. You fit it up. Noah, uh, anything else that we've missed? Anything else you want to point out to us? At least to make it minus
1: 115. Yeah, miss it minus minus 105.
0: Make it my... Okay, that's okay. Uh, That's just about spot on, actually. Okay, ignore me. Uh, Noah, anything uh, else you want to to tell us about? No, there weren't many team futures that I
2: really, really liked. Um, I will add analysis on both of you guys. Um, Last year, Malcolm, there were uh one two three four five teams in the mlb that finished under 65 and a half wins last year um so with your uh, analysis there maybe they just decided to completely tank Um, but this reds team i'll shout out uh the, the article They've got some great contributions, even with this terrible record so far. Jeff Fox over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, he's also uh, the host of the MMA Gambling Podcast, wrote this Fantasy Baseball All-Stars article. And Brandon Jury's played out of his mind. He's got a 279 batting average, 55 runs scored, 18 home runs, 51 RBIs, and two stolen bases. Uh, Him at second base, he's really been one of the best fantasy baseball second basements on the year. Uh, he was rated uh, 307th heading into the year, and now he's currently at 32. So go check out that article by Foxy. Um, and yeah. then, oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, nothing. I didn't realize you uh, you had more to add. Go on, crack on No,
2: I wanted to add some analysis on off. So off is down on the Rays and the Blue Jays possibly. Blue Jays is kind of like a Naviance play where they could miss the playoffs. So if, if those are two teams that currently hold... Um, where are they at right now in the wild card standings? This is just me kind of trying to add another play. Yes, they're two, two teams that currently hold playoff positions. You look at behind them, if they're supposed to have worse second halves, do you like the Red Sox, Guardians, Orioles, uh, White Sox, Rangers, Angels? Out of those teams that are kind of right behind them, they're less than five games behind.
1: Um,
2: what White do you Sox. like most to get to the playoffs?
1: White Sox would be one minus I th- 140. I think Guardians would be the other one. And Guardians are plus 220. Yeah. Not a bad play.
2: Yeah. I like that.
0: I yeah, know. the Guardian the Guardians is a fair price I think. Uh they've got a sort of 35 40% chance maybe of making the playoffs.
2: Um Yeah, so I think maybe the Rays and the White Sox is the good switch, but if you're also thinking about the Blue Jays, the Guardians might be that next team up. Might mm-hmm. not be a bad play
0: excellent uh, cheers for all of that Noah um, and I think ladies and gentlemen uh, we've cracked it we uh, we've, we've knocked out a solid hour there um, some decent decent starts for our picks um, for the early part of the season we've got a couple of live um, fancy priced uh, players uh, Jordan Alvarez Dylan Seuss people like that Kenley Jansen uh, going to win some of the player markets
2: you know uh, yeah. MVP Young stuff um, if you've got anything, mate, you can go through it. I've got a couple of stuff written down that we could talk about. Okay. Um, so I, I think the pitching uh, base right now, there's been a lot of young breakout starting pitchers that I think, have shifted the market a little bit. You look at Shane McClanahan, he's plus 205 right now. He's the betting favorite in the AL. Um, he's 10-3 with 14 quality starts. He is the number one overall uh, best ERA in the MLB at 171. And he's tied for second in the MLB with 147 strikeouts, 19 walks, and 110.2 innings pitched. Do you guys think that the Rays might slow his innings down come on the second half of the season? I, I
0: think know. Go on, Munoz. No, no, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. That was me. No, that was my answer. I, I, I think if we like
1: talking about narratives on this show, and I know that Justin Verlander is just like right behind him. He has two more it's, wins. Mm-hmm. His ERA is still below two. He's on a team that's going to win the division. He's coming yep. off a of Tommy John surgery. Yeah, his whip is below one his war is at three which is um i think it's second no it's third in the national league as far as pitchers. No, i think it's a little further down that but i mean how can you kind of ignore that narrative with justin verlander i mean at plus 260 i think that's worth the putting some money on there
2: and it's not just us the people that vote on these awards are writers and who are the ones that spin the narratives it's the writers yeah the, the baseball writing association so coming off of tj and having a solid season i don't even think he has to be the best pitcher in the al to win this award
1: yeah and i think that if he gets to 20 wins you have to give it to him
2: yeah so that was one of the plays that i really liked and the second play um i'll also talk about and maybe reinforce one of yours it's alec manoa because he's still at plus 1800 yeah. on a team that most people expect to do better in the second half. Uh, the plus 370 is kind of like a, a, a backup plan if uh, all of our stuff doesn't go right with uh, Manoa and some of these Blue Jays plays like uh, Vladdy home runs and other guys on this team for RBIs and stuff. But he has 15 quality starts of his 18 starts, like you mentioned early in the podcast, yeah. and he's got a 228 ERA, and this kid, he could be – the ace of a staff that a lot of people love, and that's another narrative that you know might help come voting time. But like other breakouts that I just wanted to mention was Tony Gonsolin; he's been great. Could he regress in the second half?
1: I mean, at eleven and zero, he kind of has to regress,
0: doesn't he? <laughs> right. Um, uh, I'll, so I'll he's, put gun, he's plus in that uh, twelve hundred. So uh, yeah, I was going to ask that in my um, in that June article I put up. Tony Gonsolin was my pick. Uh, he was 20 to 1 at the time. So yeah, he's kind of nearly halved in price but um I don't I'll think it's like a, there... a Go ahead, Mark, I'm sorry. Um no, I just think he's a, he's a still alive, Uh and on this Dodgers team and and why not? You know, I don't think he's there. that 12 to 1 will be there much longer either.
1: Now, I don't think he's going to have enough innings under his belt for him to win the award because he's That's only at, he's only yeah. at ninety ninety three and two thirds innings pitch. Where you're looking at some of the other guys in the National League, like Corbin Burns, who's at one hundred and thirteen, Sandy Alcantara one hundred and thirty eight, uh, which is the leader right now for um, for innings pitch. And I think that you know he's an odds-on favorite in the National League for a reason.
2: Yes, um, and, and the innings really kind of hurts Gonsolin's accumulative total yeah. on some of those like good stats that people like to look at and strikeouts and the walk rate and stuff like that because this is a guy that he has 86 strikeouts. You look at Alcantara, who's the betting favorite, and he's got 123 in 138.1 innings that leads to MLB. And then right behind him uh, in betting odds it's plus 600 Corbin Burns with 144 strikeouts, and that's the guy that I – like the most for NL Cy Young. And I think, Malcolm, you had him preseason, correct? Corbin, yes, Bernd? that
0: is correct. Yeah.
2: So I, I really like this play at plus 600 right now. I think it, uh what did you get it at preseason? I don't really think the odds, I think it might have gotten even better.
1: Uh, let one. me see if we have a number on it. So as, as you, four, as you're 40,
0: looking at it, uh, Not four, yeah, 14 to one. Oh, 14 to uh, one. Okay. I think
1: that's for so, strikeout leaders.
0: And the, uh, Siaon,
1: okay. it was eight to one. Eight, eight to,
2: one. to eight one. one. Okay, so the vol- the value no, is not diminished, it. and there's only one guy for him to beat right now, and that's Alcantara. Alcantara, he's going nuts with his innings right now. Maybe, maybe the Marlins back him off with them not being in con- uh, com- uh, contention for a wild card. Maybe at the end of the season, maybe they pull him off, and they preserve him for years down the road. And you look at Burns right now, he's 7-4 and four with 14 quality starts. He's got 214 ERA, 144 strikeouts, 29 walks, and 133.2 innings pitched. There's only one other pitcher other than Alcantara that's even in the competition for most innings pitched, and that's Burns. And Burns is out there K-ing up guys like it's nobody's business. I really like him. And then the value play in the NL that I like is Aaron Nola. He doesn't have the prettiest record right now, but if this is a Phillies team that gets into the playoffs for the first time in how long, that's another narrative that people might like voting on this. He's 6-7, 11 quality starts. He's got a 313 ERA, 137 strikeouts, which is a crazy amount um, for – Only 11 quality starts. He could get better in the second half here. He's only got 16 walks on the year and 126.2 innings pitched. He's the next guy in that rung for innings pitch that could add to the strikeout total that a lot of people get attracted to, like last year with Robbie Ray.
0: Uh, What price is Nola at the moment, Noah? Nola's plus 3,500. Okay, he was plus uh, plus 2,000 when I knocked that up at the start of June. Yeah, so a little bit of a drift there. Uh, for Aaron Nola, um, anything else you want to tell us about Noah? Uh, you want to move on to MVP? If you want to, um, so
2: <laughs>
1: if you want to <laughs>
2: preseason, yeah. I had Otani oh, at plus four hundred. The value's kind of diminished. It's at minus one fifteen. I think he's still the pick to win in the AL, uh, just because this guy's doing incredible stuff, and it's another narrative. He's pitching and hitting at a good to great rate because I don't think he's going to get enough innings to win the Cy Young. I think he's been a much better pitcher this year. Last year, he was a very, very good hitter. Um, the hitting has kind of diminished. He's only hitting two fifty two um, with 19 home runs in the first half. Uh, but he has a 4.9 war, which is third in the MLB. That's probably still my pick in the AL, but the only other guy in the comp in the competition there is Aaron judge. If he goes on another run in the second half, um, Aaron Judge batting 284 right now with 33 home runs. He's leading the league in that category. That's another stat that a lot of people get attracted to uh, come voting time for the MVP. But the NL is very interesting with Goldschmidt being the betting favorite. And in the second half, I don't know if it's going to be Goldschmidt or Arenado. That's the best player on this team. Arenado's 3,000, and he's currently second in war. And that's like – I'm not huge on war, but that is what a lot of these voters use. And Arenado, he's hitting 293 with 18 home runs, 59 RBIs. This is a guy that could be a nice value play. And also, Munoff and I had Trey Turner preseason. I really like Turner right now at 17 to 1. He's hitting 306 um, with. 17 stolen bases, 14 home runs. He's doing everything that you expected him to do for this Dodgers team. Um, and another guy they'll look at is maybe Manny Machado. He's the second betting favorite there in the NL. Okay.
0: Um, anything else, Noah? No, that's it today. Hey! You surprised <laughs> me most of um, I'll put up Tommy Edmond at 88-1 to one, uh, in yeah. the Cardinal. Yeah, just as it's, a, it's, a you pick. Yeah, this Cardinals team has been crazy under radar. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they can get us uh, over the line at plus 150. Uh, well, thank you very much, Noah, for all your uh, hard work and input. Uh, Moonaf. Thanks um, for having me on. Thank you very much for joining us. Well, Moonaf. anything else um, happening this week? Are you all baseball? I am just
1: enjoying this time off right now. Um, Monday, was it? Tonight's the all-star game where we're going to recording a little early here for the, for overnight release, but it's going to enjoy uh, in a couple of days off. We have some baseball games I will handicap uh, tomorrow, I believe, for the Thursday game. So just look out for that. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm definitely excited for the month of August.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go through the gears now between now and the end of the season. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, good luck if you're having a little double. Uh, until then, uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.